What is up, internets? Welcome to the Devil's Advocate for Self-Defense podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Debate Show. As I promised, there's a ton of Debate Show episodes coming out. We have, you had one last week about sparring. You have this one coming out. We have so many more. Um, the world is back and ready to start talking about things again. I think we're, I don't know if we're less polarized or people are just done with it, but at least uh, everybody's trying to jump back on. So we have a returning guest to the show, Joe. He's going to do, we have an interesting topic for you today. Before we get into all of that, of course, I need you to know how does this show work? So the devil's advocate for self-defense is a pointed argument podcast where we each take a side of a hot button topic in the self-defense industry or something adjacent to as we are today. And we debate just our side of the argument. So the show is called the devil's advocate. I will always be playing the devil's advocate. The guest and myself decide on a topic beforehand. Then the guest gets to decide what side of the debate they're taking, and I will always be taking the opposite side. If you want to hear our actual feelings on the topic that we're speaking of, you can always join us on my Patreon at the $5 level, patreon.com slash randykinglive, for extras from every single, whoop, every single one of the podcasts over here. I'm not good at the camera yet. So uh, Devil's Advocate has <laughs> Devil's Advocate has um, extra pieces, which is the uh, final thoughts we have on the WTF podcast, which Joe will also be doing. Um, there's going to be the lessons learned. And of course, Randy King Live with has either extra content and or a bonus eight question. So the show has a couple of rules. Rule number one, we start as friends, we leave as friends. Joe and I talk all the time. So I don't want to lose a friend over a basic pointed debate. Uh, number two is there's 15 logic fallacies that are sent ahead of time to the guest. If you're caught in a logic fallacy during the 20 minute debate, you need to, once you get called out, if you cannot debate a way that it isn't a fallacy, take a deep breath, say, I'm sorry for using a red herring fallacy. Then you're going to shoot a compliment across the screen to your guest. Joe, I love your headset. It looks like you're going to be landing a spaceship later. That's pretty cool to me. I just finished watching that show away and I'm all into space now. Uh, and then I'm then you shut your word hole and you give the other person their turn to talk. The debate is going to last 20 minutes. It's a soft 20 minutes. That being said, if the guest or myself is on a good Role. We're not going to cut the show off because it's more important to have the topic than the timetable. Joe will get the first four minutes of the debate to set up his uh, version of it. Then uh, oh, he's going to take two. Apparently he gets up to four minutes. He's going to take two. Uh, then I'm going to do a counter debate. We go back and forth when the 20 minutes is over. We do the promo trade. And of course, when you want our final thoughts on this, we jump over to the Patreon. Joe, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, if people want to go back to my older podcast, I talk about martial arts for today. It's more self-defense. I'll say it's about 12 years ago and in like a month or two, I was told I was going to teach self-defense. I never wanted to teach self-defense. I still don't particularly want to teach self-defense. My teacher retired. He said, you teach now. So I learned as much as I could. He still hasn't said stop learning. <laughs> so here we are 12 years looking at self-defense and maybe 25 years of martial arts on style number five, looking at six and seven still going. So that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> 
I love lifelong martial artists. I always love chatting with them. All right, so uh, Joe, the topic that we've decided on is, uh, and why don't you tell the listeners what it is? What was the topic we decided on? Ah, uh, so the topic is, um, it'll probably be in the description of the episode, but yeah. I'll start it as the riddle it is, is what is the best self-defense teacher in your city? What right. do they look like? Who are they? Yep. Sure. And so the topic so, we're going to debate today is going to be, I believe, is the newspaper is the greatest self-defense teacher in your city. Yes? Most likely, yes. Awesome. What side of this debate are you taking? I will say you are much better off reading the newspaper than going down to your local karate, judo, uh, fill-in-the-blank school. Cool. So as always, I'm taking the devil's advocate side of this, and we are saying, I will be saying that uh, it is not. So, Joe, if you are ready, you have up to the first four minutes to do your opening statement. Go. Okay. So um, from what I've learned from TV, movies, books, stories, as I get older as a teacher, I should speak more riddles and not answer questions directly. So I would say, uh, what does the best teacher in your, in, for self-defense, what does the best teacher in any city in America or Canada look like? Do they wrap their hands? Do they wear pajamas? Do they wear that, I don't have a gun shooting vest? I say they're black, white, and red all over. I think, um, if you want to learn what's happening in your city, read the newspaper. They need to fill up, well, right now mine is two days a week, but they need to fill up a lot of pages. You'll see how much crime is going on, where it's going on, how it's happening to people like you. And I think you're a lot better off if you just learn how to look for that and solve trouble ahead of time than you are going and being in the stance for 10 years or however long I was. And that's my take on it. Learn to read the newspaper. You'll be a lifelong student. It's much better for you than going to a martial arts school just for self-defense, I think. All right, so I obviously have to take the counterpoint on this. So my arguments or pointed debate on this is going to be, uh, I disagree with that because newspapers tend to over-sensationalize over things and they tend to focus on topics that are outliers as opposed to commonality. So. The old saying I'm going to bring up, and I'm sure you knew I was going to bring this up, the if it bleeds, it leads type mentality that's happening in the paper industry, especially with the decline in sales. Like you said, there's not even a daily paper anymore. They become bi-weekly to weekly. Um, I think that in that thought process, yes, they are telling you the crime that's happening, but they're only talking about the statistical outliers, the things that are interesting. They're not going to report every bar fight, every type of domestic abuse. That's just not going to happen in a newspaper. So I think for the debate that the newspaper gives you a false sense of what to look out for. Joe. I would agree with like the headlines, but say for my paper, they have a couple different sections and all the local section, they do have like who was um, talked to at this drunk driving roadblock happened at this area. So even things I've learned there, like there's an apartment I drove by. Uh, that's why I know what the Alfred plea is, if you know what that is in America. But now I would drive by it like American Horror Story and go, the murder house. And you go, wow, that was right near me. So sometimes they, uh, they will show like in this block, this happened, there was a chase here. You know, there was somebody arrested for drug dealing here. So I hear you, I think maybe for a bigger city, but for a mid-sized city like mine, if you look, they do they do have a lot of smaller items because it's a kind of a boring city and they got to fill up the newspaper. 
Sure. I, and I'll, I guess I'll agree with that slightly. I still think, though, that the newspaper isn't giving out all the things that are happening. So an example, uh, I live in a bigger city. There's about a million people here. Um, there was a shooting outside of a tattoo shop on the street that my gym is on. That was in the paper. But I also follow the Twitter uh, handle, which is uh, YEG, which is our airport code. So Edmonton Police Scanner. So many things happen on that police scanner that are not reported in the paper. Now, whether they're left out because a reporter's not on board with it or they're left out because they're trying not to freak the hell out of people, I don't know. But I think, again, it's that false sense of security. The way that the things are reported, the way the way that they have to be presented, it needs to be interesting. Even in the back pages, it still has to be something interesting. So you learned about the murder house, but they're not telling you you know, they're not telling women, this is the guy that's beating the crap out of all the women he's dated. That's unless the guy gets a, arrested and it's a sensational story that doesn't give you that. Also knowing what a problem is and having a solution to a problem are very, very different things. So while yes, it might give you an idea what the problem is, the paper is not going to tell you how to solve that problem. Um, in a way I would, I hear what you're saying, but I would dis I would disagree, and I would kind of blame you from your um, what is that the logic the illogical Tuesday or whatever. Sure. Where sometimes people say, "Well, women need to learn this and this." So mm -hmm. when I was say teaching women at a college, I would say, "Okay, when you look in the newspaper, you know, you might be told you need to learn how to play guard." And I'm going to put quotations on that, even though I've never heard of anybody trying to do it in a parking lot or on a sidewalk. I'm not right. going to be that guy. Sure. In my city, the times it would happen, it was usually an interview, a weapon, and then abduction or murder. Mm -hmm. So I think there, another more common thing was drunk guy wanders into sorority house because they have the door unlocked. So sometimes my advice would be very simple, like, hey, why don't you lock your door at night? Right. And then so you you did learn technically how, how the crime happened and how you could avoid it. So, okay, so to repeat back, what I'm hearing is you're saying that it's better to get a unbiased version of it from the news, uh, unbiased being like, this is the way the crime happened, as opposed to going to a self-defense that maybe isn't good at what they do and them saying like, this is what you need to do. Is that correct? Yes, so for example, in two of the cases I looked at, um, one, one resulted in a murder and the other one resulted in an abduction to location two and turned out very terribly. Sure. There was a knife involved in each of those situations. Now, I wouldn't tell you to go learn FMA mm -hmm. because, you know, somebody is coming up to you on an interview and then putting a weapon on you right. and vice versa. Like, I wouldn't say, you know, maybe you should learn MMA or boxing. You know, I would mm -hmm. say this is how a predator, um, I forget the terms for that is that uh, the different like resource predator or social violence, mm -hmm. but it, this type of predator will attack this way. And mm -hmm. I probably in most martial arts schools I've been to probably won't be taught that. Sure. So uh, switching the premise, because I understand what you're saying. And I, the way I want to go is something that I call my other guests on. So I want to be clear that I'm not going to do it, which is so you're saying it's better to read the paper than take a martial arts class, not to take a specifically designed self-defense class. Yes. Mm, I, I think maybe you could find the answer if you're looking for self-defense, like mm -hmm. say in your area, but right. for the most part, I think you're better off with the newspaper sure. and just seeing how a crime happens than going to a self-defense or especially martial arts school.
Right. Okay. And that makes sense. So uh, I'll work with that premise. So I won't be, or I won't be debating any part of like, there are self-defense schools that cover that because you're speaking on average and I, I will agree with you on average. Yeah. So on average, yeah. I'm going to concede that point for sure. But uh, on that note again, right. It's still going to give you a false snapshot of what is happening in the world. So example, um, if nothing horrible happens, they're not going to report the thing. So I had a friend of mine who was yanked out of his car and had shotguns put to his head. Okay. This was a very common way that this thing happens. That was never reported on the news. There are people that are getting jumped. These, what I think the, the crux of my side of this is going to be is that people only talk about the sensational outliers. They don't talk about the common knowledge of what's happening all the time. And including the newspaper, they're not, like I said earlier, they don't report how many, they, they might, they might do a special, but on average, it's the same thing with the martial arts schools, on average, they're not like, this is how many bar fights are happening. This is how many women get roofied. This is not how, they do segments of it, but consistently that's not the message. The message is like, here's the thing that happened. This is a sensational crime. This is an important thing. Yes, yes, I would, I would agree with that. Um, I would say that information would probably diff be difficult to get, though. Sure. Yeah. Right, but I which think, is too bad. Which is too bad. Yeah, it is difficult to get, but I think, and I guess this is where we're not talking. And again, most average martial arts structure aren't looking for this information. So I don't know if that. So yes, it's going to give you a snapshot of what the paper likes to report and what is happening to uh, the people uh, in the area and. A big distinction for me and I think in the industry is martial arts is about like a uh, category of like learning something and self-defense is about you personally. So if you personally don't fit in the narrative of the paper, you're not going to gain any information. So if the paper, if you are a, uh, let's look at Canada. So indigenous people, horrible things happen to them up here all the time. It's very, very rarely reported in the news. So rarely reported in the news. And I don't want to eat up time on this, but I'll talk about in final thoughts. I'm going to write it down. Uh, residential schools is what I want to talk about because there's some crazy stuff happening with that. But uh, if you are in the majority of the people that are there in the areas that they report on, then yeah, maybe you're going to learn some stuff. But if you are in a minority and the, the papers don't give a crap about you, you're not learning anything except problems that don't affect you. And that's where I think self-defense classes would be better if you find a class that lines up with that. You're not going to find a paper that does that, but you could search long enough to find an instructor who lines up with that thought process. Potentially. In a I think I, but, but kind of I think time times have changed from like when I started in the 80s or whatever when um, like a school but I think it's still rare like a school like yours or someone sure. like you know like I would teach people um, and I hear you like with people in different areas like same with uh, our native population uh, has a, a number of bad things happen that are underreported mm -hmm. Um, I still think, let me see if I can get to one here. So for example, you were saying someone was pulled out of their car with shotguns. Yep. Like in one other case, there was a large um, immigrant population in the Southern part of the US. And a lot of people came from a different, some South American country and some of their gang activity came with and their gang activity, their SOP was to do a home invasion and then hack everybody up with machetes. So if I went to, <laughs> I forget where it was, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't so matter. like for me to, for me to know that, like my self-defense will change and be like, well, I should probably get a really good door lock and do mm. this and this. 
so that then like the newspaper even something that could be really rare maybe if i was in the southern part of the u.s i would have <laughs> learned hey i should be getting ready for this that's something um chris wilder and lawrence kane used to say you might if you only go to a cell, uh, martial arts school you might be getting ready to defend against an abduction and be in like a bar fight or like right, a, yeah. a soccer ride or something so well i think yeah. then and so this and I, I get with uh, the point that I guess I'm going to try to go to now is, uh, yeah, you don't, the thing is you don't get to choose the, what the newspaper reports, right? You only get to give the information you're given. If you, if you're a client looking for an instructor, you're going to look for an instructor that hope, hopefully, and you should, if you're not, if you're listening to this, you haven't done this, you're doing it wrong. You're going to look for an instructor that lines up with the things that you're looking for. Right? So I guess this is a big city, small town debate because in a big city, you have multiple options with multiple gyms. In a small town, you might have three martial arts clubs and they're all equally awful, right? There, there's just no, there's no way to work around that. So I think I'm going to have to use a big city point on this, and but I will concede the small town thing. Maybe the paper might be better there. But in the, in the big city uh, portion of this, you're going to want to line up. So like if you're learning, I don't like teaching police because I've never been a police officer. Right. So me teaching police feels disingenuous. I don't know the job. I always hate teaching women self-defense classes, even though I'm asked to, because I'm like, like I get it intellectually, but I've never been targeted for these things that I'm targeting. So it's, if you're truly concerned about self-defense, obviously information. And I think I would say the newspaper is probably the best marketing source for most martial arts gyms. I would definitely agree with that. But I think that because they read like, oh my God, there's like home invasions, machetes, I need to take FMA. And they make that decision on their own. Um, but when we go to the actual, like, it's the best teacher, I think it's the best warning system. I don't think it's the best educator because it's like, again, it doesn't give you those solutions. It doesn't give you like, it might be like three quick tips, but if you think the martial arts schools are bad, the people that the media calls are way worse. Have you seen like the, the self-defense person that comes on the morning show? Like, oh my God, they are terrible, Joe. <laughs> I think so. Um, I'll say one thing yeah. too for the newspaper versus a martial arts school, depending mm -hmm. on your age right now, there's probably a cap for a lot of martial arts you could do as self-defense. But if you learn how to read the newspaper and just apply that to your life, you can do that the rest of your life. Sure. So like my first teacher's teacher used to say, yeah, you know, I'm very old now. Still need self-defense. Yeah, you know, need self-defense. So, so that's a direct impression of somebody you know, right? <laughs> just, just to be clear, that's a direct yes. impression. It was not a racial thing. Okay. So no, that's I, exactly how that guy sounded. Yeah, and that's fair. So and I, that, that does happen. I believe that. So yeah. uh, again, like getting back kind of on the topic, and I agree, right? So you're you're saying now that, or you're saying you've been saying still, but again, to me, repeat, so I know what's going on. You're saying that the education that you're getting from the paper supersedes probably in a lot of cases, the potential education you're going to get from a average martial arts club. Yes. And I would also say um, something that you talk about that most martial Damn arts it. teachers won't talk about is um, the consequences of what happens if you use your martial arts for self-defense, whereas the paper will show four idiots got outside a fight outside a bar. One guy got punched, fell over, cracked his head open. This was how long the court case took. But I think most martial arts, the answer is blank, blank happens, but then you get to use your karate, your boxing, whatever. Whereas I think you're, if you can read the newspaper and say, 
this part of the city is rough now. I'm not going there. You're doing a lot better job. Sure. And you, you would, so your stance is that most of, so what if the instructor just reads the newspaper? Isn't that, isn't that the best way to go? So, so we're, you're, we're implying, we've been implying this entire time. We're implying incompetent instructors in self-defense, but there we have you have been because that's what we're saying right we're saying that this instructors know what's going on the paper knows what's going on and while that is the crux of the argument or the debate i i agree but if the instructor reads the paper then that paper you're both getting the information through the instructor and potential solutions for that problem and that's where most of my thing goes is the solutions to the problems right so and only in, I guess, only in a physical place, because we're talking just martial arts, we're not talking aftermath, et cetera, et cetera. Even though you were a little ad hominem-y, I'm okay with it, because you were coming right at me. You said, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> in, it, that's okay. In this situation, um, if we take out the implication that all martial arts instructors are incompetent for self-defense, and they're also looking into what they're doing, then it's still better to find that informed martial arts instructor than it is just to make up your own decisions because you are still getting a quote unquote, an expert opinion. I don't know what expert opinion, but you're getting ideally a more educated opinion in it, Joe. I would say not incompetent, but sometimes well-meaning. But mm. as someone who's been a martial arts instructor, mostly what we do is teach what we do. Right. So yeah, we can yeah. try and slowly, slowly boil the frog that is the new student and say, if X is Y, then therefore what I'm showing you from my style will probably be applicable if you choose to use it to defend yourself outside of the gym. And I, I'm gonna agree, I will agree with you 100% in a style-based instruction system. Yep. If the system is not style-based instruction, which is rare, and that's, again, I'm the outlier in this more than the commonality, but if the instruction isn't just style-based and it's not about promoting the styles, but promoting the students and making them better at what they do, I think it can be accomplished. And I still think it's better than a person with reading the paper and then just making up like, this is what I need to do. Cause so many people over or underreact to everything. Right. So, you know, there was a break in, uh, in a city across the river from me, I need to amp up my everything, even though that's not a consistent thing is going to happen. So in a lot of places, I think the media, especially in, not in the media, the paper, so we're talking about not TV, but the paper is breeding more fear and it's giving people an unrealistic snapshot of what's going on because you're looking at the totality of the world, right? Um, in the newspaper, oh, the newspaper is better than Google. And I'll talk about that on the after show too. My mom was hilarious. Um, is, uh, is there, it's still, it's still sensationalizing and over shining lights on things that are usually that outlier thing. And like you said, in the back of the paper, I agree. There are stuff they talk about, but again, if it doesn't go to court or it doesn't get reported, it can't be, it can't be put on the paper. The statistics that the FBI puts into their database is not the same stuff that gets put on the paper in the paper because not all arrests go into the paper, but all arrests go into the database. So I think it's not the best instructor, even educationally based. You could go uh, somewhere else and get a better education, even without a physical skill set. Joe, you got um, two minutes left. Okay, sure. Um, I think the back, the, these small newspaper sections, the ones I like, I would yeah. say what you're thinking of is maybe more the local news. Mm -hmm. where they have to show it and especially like your national news which has the formula and always starts with trouble ends happy join us tomorrow and then there's always a commercial for you know killer bees headed towards america news tomorrow <laughs> morning 
so yes, uh, I would I would agree with you. Um, possibly a two pronged approach, and I would say yes. If you were the school near me, I would send people there. But there aren't a lot of martial arts schools I would send people to. Right. And that makes sense. And so you, so like kind of finishing this off, so getting back to your point, which is, yeah, well, why don't you just do a final statement? So finish off your point. So your final yeah. crux on this is? Sure. So if someone knew you and knew me, but pretend like I'm not me and they said, hey, Randy, you know your stuff. Joe is leaving. He's going here. Can you talk to him at his going away party and teach him self-defense in about 15 or 20 minutes? You probably wouldn't show a lot of physical techniques. No. You'd probably give me the sort of like, hey, where are you going? How does crime happen there? You'd probably give me closer advice to the newspaper than physical mm -hmm. techniques. So I think physical techniques, perishable. The news will probably be forever. Mm -hmm. And you're better off learning how to use the news than to take a two-hour, two-week course. Sure. And I can't agree with you here, but I can agree with you after. So on my side of this debate for my closing statement is learning about problems that you don't have educated solution to is not helpful and other than creating panic. And I think that's what the newspaper does in a lot of situations. All right. That's the end of our debate, everybody. That was super fun. This is a really good topic. Um, Joe, as always, you, you always bring the fire. I love having you on the show. Um, Joe, I know you don't have anything really to promote, but I know you like to promote other people. So do you want to give some shout outs to some people for the end of the show? Sure, I'll do uh, four really quick. We're in an extremely Zoom heavy time. And even though I still have to go to work every day like a complete jabroni, um, I took a very great eight hour course from a yoga teacher named Daylene Christensen at day one. That's the number one day one yoga. If you do yoga, and especially if you're a martial artist, then you are probably gonna enjoy this sort of masochistic yoga. But this course I took, the Four Pillars course, about 10 hours, it taught me more than anything I've ever done before, how and why you should be doing things. I just got onto Wim Demir's uh, online Tai Chi website, which is incredible. That's only 20 bucks a month. That's the meanest Tai Chi I've ever seen in my life. You're gonna, that's not Tai Chi, that's horrible. That's, that, would, that would hurt someone. Otherwise, there's gonna be a store opening, or it's open now, if you go there in person, it's called Cutting Edge Gifts in Lubbock, Texas. They'll soon have an online site if you want to buy like cutlery, knives, self-defense tools, go there. Tell them Terry is your salesman and he sent you. Otherwise, Bahadzubu Canada, Bahadzubu North America, and Bahadzubu Global is where I kind of hang out. I think I remembered it all. Thank awesome. you for having me. I enjoy uh, being head. It was, it was so good. Bahadzubu is actually, uh, we'll talk about this on the show. All right. Uh, we're jumping over to Patreon, everybody. As always, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. This is one of my favorite things I get to do. I love having these debates. And as you can see, the debate is always fun. So if you want to have a debate with me about anything, feel free to jump over. None of this is taken in. We're not going to like go in each other's throats. There's just no point for it. But these conversations are super important. And to go to Joe's point, uh, it's important that you kind of learn your own stuff and make your own decisions when it comes to self-defense. Like you can listen to experts yap all day at you. If I tell you something, you have to remember it, but if you discover something, it's yours. And that's the point of this show is me, us trying to get you to discover your own opinion on these topics. So please like, share, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. And if you really, really like the show, review us. That would be awesome. And uh, jump over to Patreon, subscribe, $5 level. We really appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to check out the 
Realities of Violence course that is up right now. New course coming out November 15th, 2020.